0: Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future.
1: Through the PNG
2: Australia partnership, we have a long collaboration with the government of PNG and Health.
0: Sport is such a powerful tool at so many levels, but definitely at the community level.
2: Align our work to PNG's strategic frameworks and plans in the education sector. This is a partnership, and we are strong Australia and our PNG.
1: Tuberculosis, or TB, is one of the leading causes of deaths in Papua New Guinea and remains a major public health problem. PNG is rated as the third highest in the Western Pacific region of the World Health Organization Regional Network and has one of the highest TB rates in the world that is 424 cases per 100,000 population with grain rates of drug-resistant TB in the community. The national government has recognized this and has prioritized TB as a communicable disease of public health importance and has established the National TB Program Unit within the National Department of Health to take the lead in the response to the growing rates of TB cases. In this edition of AHC on air, we focus on the initiatives led by the national government through the national TB program with the support of the Australian government. I'm Elizabeth Niai, thank you for your company. Stay tuned as I bring you discussions on TB and its impact on our people. Yes, we can end TB in PNG. TB is preventable and curable, but the onus is on individuals and communities to take ownership of your health and support the government's efforts to drive this disease out of our country. The highest burden of TB in PNG is estimated to occur among young males and females in economically active age groups, as well as in children. Adult males account for 38% of all TB cases, adult women for 34%, and children for 28% of TB cases reported in 2021. To illustrate the seriousness of TB in the country, Dr. Jacob Kisum, a medical officer with the National TB Program, gives a brief overview.
3: Uh, we are in the uh, top 30 high-bedroom countries for uh, tuberculosis. We also have a very high rate of, uh, high numbers or high caseload of drug-resistant tuberculosis. This is tuberculosis that are resistant to the commonly used um, uh, tuberculosis medicines. And tuberculosis and TB HIV co-infection is also one of the highest in this country.
1: Dr. Kisum, we know that socio-economic factors can further aggravate the spread of the disease. Can you please expand on this for us?
3: The most concerning about this disease is that it is easily communicable. It is a airborne disease. can be spread from one person to another very quickly. And most serious of all is that this disease is deadly it kills people but tuberculosis as a disease is curable because we have the medicines that can cure it that can kill the the TB uh, bacteria it is it is preventable we can prevent the spread from one infected person to a non-infected person so TB is preventable TB infection is preventable and TB disease is curable
1: and that was Dr Jacob Kissum from the National Department of Health's National TB program since 2008 with significant investments from development partners including the Australian government The national TB program reported an increase in the number of case detection and patients put on treatment. Prior to 2008, about 8,000 cases were reported annually. Following that, with the support from development partners, over 30,000 cases on average have been reported every year. This means many more people can be helped and further spreading of TB can be prevented. Part of Australia's support included the introduction of new TB drugs and machines using the latest technology that delivers actual results instantly. We'll take a short break. When we return, we'll hear from the Pediatric Society of PNG, and the national tb hiv program on the child tb hiv project NBC. nbc real png stories real png stories
4: real png news real
0: png news
4: nbc
3: real png
2: As the largest donor to the PNG health sector, Australia's support focuses on improving health security and maternal and child health outcomes, and overall helps with PNG's national health plan. We are neighbours, we are partners in health and so many other areas. We have a long history of being there for each other in tough times, and Australia will continue to stand with PNG.
1: Welcome back, this edition of AHC on Air is on tuberculosis or TB. Children are more likely to become infected with TB as they are more vulnerable to get severe forms of TB such as TB of the brain, the heart or abdomen due to their weaker immune systems. I spoke with Dr. Henry Welch, a pediatrician at the Port Moresby General Hospital and the program director for the Child TB HIV Project of the Pediatric Society of PNG, as well as Dr. Wally Ambano from the National TB HIV Program. Both have confirmed that there is currently an increase in child TB cases. Dr. Henry Welch.
0: Yeah, and here at Fort Moresby General Hospital, and in the year 2020, we actually had 702 children started on TB treatment. And then in 2021, we had 876. 2022, we had 912. So we're seeing increased cases. And I don't know if part of that is during COVID, uh, people didn't seek treatments. So the diagnosis was delayed and we're seeing some of the after effects now. It's hard to say, I think there's ongoing transmission within the community, particularly here in the National Capital District, but as Dr. Ambano said, they're also seeing it in other um, provinces as well. So we do believe that it's real and obviously we're very concerned.
1: The Pediatric Society, like other partners of the national government, has been conducting awareness and advocacy as part of the Child TB HIV Project targeting families and communities
0: So let's say for example there's a child that gets diagnosed with TB uh, through this through this uh, the pediatric society through this program we can actually drive them to their house and while we're at the house we might be able to do uh, screening or education for the community This can be sometimes a little bit tricky because you can imagine some people don't want other people to know they have TB because of the stigma. So sometimes we just say that we're just doing, uh, you know, community education, which which we do, and we have these booklets where we talk about TB. What are symptoms of TB in children? Uh, what should you do if you suspect you have TB? Uh, if if you're if you're an adult, your mom or your dad, and you get diagnosed with TB, what should you do for your child? You know, you want to watch out for signs of fever, and cough, and weight loss, and. Um, if you have TB, we'll ask them to bring their child, child in to be evaluated, and if, and if they're eligible, we can actually give a treatment to prevent them from getting TB. So as far as what's being done, the Pediatric Society has been able to mobilize a lot and go to the community, educate people uh, about what to, what to do if they have TB. That if they get diagnosed with TB, that treatment is free. It can be cured. You need to take your medicines every day.
1: Training for health workers is also a critical part of the TB response program. The Pediatric Society and the National TB HIV Program have partnered to provide training for frontline health workers as well as medical and nursing students.
0: One of the other things, I, didn't, I mentioned this before, is we're doing training here at the medical school where we um if you're a medical student or a nursing officer and you're rotating through this TB clinic the program now teaches you how to perform a fine needle aspiration biopsy for example let's say you have a big lymph node so we're now training that people we're giving lectures to people when people from central province they're they're getting lectures from us or we visit Central Province and the NCD and train you know and um, do hands-on training not just you know workshops come in for a lecture which are fine and good but some people might argue that that's not gonna last but we go there and we follow up and that's done because it's all centered here at the at the medical school and at the at the at the main hospital and so some of these benefits I don't think will be seen you know for the years to come but it's, it's trying to help support the healthcare workers so you know the, the best resource that Papua New Guinea has are its healthcare workers, and they do, and they, and everyone here does a fantastic job. So by supporting the healthcare workers, which this program does, I think it's what's gonna, you know, hopefully, be a part of that uh, long-term change in the future. Just like most of the
4: like BME offices around the country, they are more uh, oriented to adult TB cases, and they they, they don't actually pay much attention to ch- uh, child TB. Cases, so what they do is either they underdiagnose them, or they either overdiagnose them. For example, in West New Britain, like <laughs> they, we have seen a lot of a lot of TB, uh, pediatric TB cases. Lately, we d- re- realized when we look closely, in, we realized that they have overdiagnosed a lot of uh, pediatric cases. So that's one of the challenges that, where that's why child TB program in uh, partnering with the paediatric society implementing a child TB workshop and training around the country.
1: And you heard from Dr. Henry Welch from the paediatric society of PNG and Dr. Wally Ambano from the national TB HIV program. After this break we'll head to Western province and hear from Vision about its work in the community.
2: Australia's support focuses on improving health security and combating other diseases like TB, HIV, malaria and improving maternal and child health. Opening the Mabuda One Health Centre in South Fly and supporting better TB screening and more effective treatment has been a great success story. Another major joint project for PNG in Australia is the redevelopment of the Engau Memorial Hospital supporting the refurbishment of the birthing suite we are supporting communities in PNG and continue to work with the PNG's National Health plan. This pillar e. and one pillar big pela about
1: Igolongol Man Mery. CKSF, Ikalap Igolongol Nara Pela Pelas, Long Highlands, Na M can Kilimol Pik belong you me. Supposumin walk him one pillar something now. Nokin Karim pick long one pillar hap, Igolong Nara Pela. Noken Karim peak meet long walkabout belong you, nabani sim all pick belong you. Put him along old pick, naring him nakia long one eight zero one three three two. Welcome
5: back.
1: We now head to Daru in Western Province and hear from Dr. Simon Akena, the program manager of Well Vision's Stop TB program. Dr. Akena explains the two mechanisms. Community mobilization and continuum of care in communities by way of awareness and the use of World well Vision's network of community treatment supporters.
4: So, why all this support uh, is important is uh, one, the community needs to be empowered. They need to understand. Way back in 2012 and so on, the level of stigma for people who have TB was extremely very high. People would be, you know, abandoned communities, would not provide care for them because they misunderstood what was causing this sickness and so on, so strengthening their understanding, making them understand and know what TB is using, you know, the community awareness mechanism and approaches and so on, helps to ensure that the communities know what TB is and they know the appropriate steps that they should be able to take in order to go and get help from the various health facilities. Given that TB is curable, uh, if you take your medication as prescribed, then you'll be able to get cured. So that is why it is very important for for us to do this. And of course, continuum of care is a very important component of uh, the TB response program, that uh, if you start a patient on treatment, if they do not complete the treatment, then there's going to be a lot of problems. You will have people that eventually will develop drug some type of TB and so on. So having the treatment supporters out there as community helps to ensure that a uh, you know, continue with their medication until they complete their treatment and they are provided a, a treatment outcome, which uh, in our case, we want to see a very high level of treatment success rate.
1: Treatment supporters, even at the community level, play a vital role in helping the government achieve the treatment success rates for TB. The key roles include following up and ensuring that TB patients take their medication daily until completed.
4: One critical part of the work of the treatment supporter is that they need to know where all the patients are coming from. So, while the person has started from on treatment, here in Darrow, then they are referred to the dark side. The first thing that uh, the treatment supporters need to do is to know where does this patient come from. They go to the house to see the house, so that in event that this patient does not come, then they're able to go and uh, you know, follow this patient up at, at, in their house and then provide treatment. And of course, uh, in partnership with Burnett, we have the counsellors that normally if uh, uh, there is a constant you know, you know situation where the person does not turn up for, for treatment on a regular basis, then this patient is, is referred to the counsellor who sits down to understand what the issues are and so on, and their concerns are addressed and then they get back into the line of treatment.
1: One of the key measures for the TB program is the treatment success rate in a year and loss to follow-up cases. Here, Dr. Akena gives an overview for Western province.
4: So when uh, this program started, uh, you know, receiving support uh, uh, from the Australian uh, government, uh, the treatment success rate, for example, in 2014 was very, very low. It was just 54%. But then uh, after all this support coming in and the different mechanisms established, including treatment supporters that are providing daily observed treatment at the community-based treatment sites and so on, we saw ourselves, you know, hitting the national target of 85%. We are way above 85%. In 2017, the treatment success rate for drug-sensitive TB was 87.6%. In 2018, it was 86%. Uh, 2019 we achieved 85.5%, 2020 87%, 2021 88.6% uh, and so on. So this is a clear you know, indication that these you know, various uh, inputs uh, from the various uh, uh, partners and mechanisms that put in place is actually achieving results. We are seeing very good treatment success rate coming from all these endeavours another level of measure is loss to follow-up which has been quite uh, very very good again if we compare loss to follow-up in 2014 it was above 20 percent but as we speak now rate of loss to follow-up or you know for drug sensitive tb cases receiving treatment uh, has reduced to less than three percent so again that is a very clear indication that yes the program is actually working well we are able to achieve high treatment success rate and lower loss to follow-up. Loss to follow-up are person who start treatment and then uh, they get back to their communities. Then they get lost after two months. We are not able to press them. We don't know what has happened to them and so on. And normally, no, you do not hold to have so many people that get into that category. You want everybody that starts on treatment to be able to complete their treatment as prescribed. So Yes, high treatment success rate and reduced loss follow-up is a clear indication that, yes, this program is really doing very well.
1: And that was Dr. Simon Akena, Vision's program manager for the Stop TB program in Western Province. We'll go for a short break. When we come back, we'll hear from a TB survivor from Morabe Province. CCTV and radio, you get the best of both worlds. Advertising is not only made easier, one plus one, two, but affordable. Thank you. And with a reach like ours. Oops. Sorry, excuse me. It's a no-brainer. We're your one-stop shop in advertising. Whatever your target audience, we can tailor to suit your budget and help create a greater impact on your audience. Why go anywhere else? Call 325-1870, your real PNG affordable advertising alternative.
2: Papua New Guinea and Australia have a long and shared history of cooperation in education and it remains a really critical and central part of our ongoing partnership. We work in partnership with the government of PNG to align our work to PNG's strategic frameworks and plans in the education sector. We really do work across a large part of the education system. We support children as they commence their education journey, right up to adult learners in technical and academic fields.
1: Welcome back, listeners. To end the program, we'll now hear from Martha Buza, a survivor of TB, and is currently a volunteer at the Buimo Clinic and the Lahi Anti TB Association in Le Morbe Province.
5: Uh, i one month or something. Was same. That's in Ablon, one Pamuna, Migata, one Pasula, Camablo, Negro, me, so Migolon, our sick, long Boymo, our sick, na, clinic, na, or the doctor, you look in me so, repel long, actually, no angle. Now, now, me come back and no doctor, no, find out or send me that sick TV.
1: Martha was diagnosed in two thousand and seventeen and was on treatment for nine months
5: and I thought, I finish! mi to stop my Kam nap Great, you were worried me because that select a long time and I then was day-to-day! a lot more than day and then me people were sick in Lvpties! I felt nervous and now I heard so nervous so I had to to get to me one sick pair place sick malaria or kind of same uh outside staff. So he looked at this thing was much so you must work in long man me na okay look so sick T V and stop one one man You know one one okay this sick. Time people sick bring him all. Is a have long. Kissing this can place Kiriya now So we a thing on planting man me yet. the savvy got sixty a saber. Planty was stuff, I'm a mass staff, TV we or we long. Six T V downimorpass or thing on send this time name I So in more good awareness in community in whole area, where sick. TB. sick Martha Bosa sharing her experience as a survivor of TB.
1: And that's all we have on AHC On Air this month. Thank you for your company. Until next time, I'm Elizabeth Nyai. Bye for now.
0: Australia is here, we'll stay here. We're committed to being with Papua New Guinea at this time and into the future.
1: Through the PNG Australia
2: Partnership, we have a long collaboration with the Government of PNG and Health.
0: Sport is such a powerful tool at so many levels, but definitely at the community level.
2: Align our work to PNG's strategic frameworks and plans in the education sector.
0: Disbula partnership,
2: emi strongem sindan namal Australia and PNG. The Australia and PNG partnership is highly valued here in PNG. As the largest donor to the PNG health sector, Australia's support focuses on improving health security and maternal and child health outcomes and overall helps with PNG's national health plan.
1: These are some of the benefits of getting a scholarship and coming back and thinking outside of your normal thinking being an Australia
2: Alumni Awardee is to contribute to PNG's development whilst maintaining connection with Australia. We also need to look within
1: and embrace what is the wealth within in PNG. This phase of exploration, ideas, and explosion of, uh, of thought and creativity, we just need to continue encouraging it. PNG is a country and economy of such great potential you know, one of the fastest growing populations, but we've also got a very, very young population. Supporting women and girls to participate fully in political, economic and social life is important for both Australia and Papua New Guinea.
4: Rugby league is a huge part of building that relationship between Australia and Papua New Guinea. When the Australians travel into Papua New Guinea, you just see how much uh, excitement is in the people's eyes.
2: We have to interact with other cultures, we have to build relationships with other countries. These partnerships help grow industries where you will have impact, you will have sustainability. We have always been stronger together and the COVID-19 pandemic is no different. We are working together to respond to the COVID-19 crisis in PNG. We will continue to support testing and surveillance and continue to work with the PNG government to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19. Access to safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines will help us prevent illness and deaths and support economic recovery from the effects of the pandemic. We are neighbours, we are partners in health and so many other areas. We have a long history of being there for each other in tough times.
0: Australia will continue to stand with PNG as PNG stands with us